0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters. We don't need that scum. A UTD Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion
1: beyond the expanded universe.
0: I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now
1: it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
2: Welcome! (laughs) You bounty (laughs) hunt! (laughs) Oh <laughs> Welcome to Bounty on Utd Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host Eric Eilerson, and joining me today is the full crew. We first have Dr. <laughs> Curry Helton. What's up, Oh,
0: I'm so uncomfortable with this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to uh, excited to talk about this episode. Um, this was a uh, was a ton of fun this one was.
2: Good. It was. And what's even more fun? It's Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, sir.
3: Hey, I'm here too. Uh, if anyone's wondering if you're just like listening or something, uh, Eric was Banthing. Is that what we're going to call it now? Banthing. 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 Like a yeah. Bantha. We need a name for it.
2: We do need a name for it, but what we need more than a name is comfort. And what gives us more comfort and solace in this cold, cruel world than Wes Jenkins?
1: And coffee, everyone. Good morning and, and good afternoon. <laughs> it's a happy Sunday. And, um, ah don't can't you just feel that the caffeine rush um Aaron.
3: your blood starts bubbling sponsors? <laughs> is this a Folgers commercial? oh
1: please Folgers is too big we need like uh I don't know Hills big Brothers big. Are they still around <laughs> sure
3: why not
2: Well what is around for sure is the Bounty Hunt podcast everyone hi uh this is our show where we talk about the shows in Star Wars there's a lot of them uh but today our mark is The Book of Boba Fett, Season 1, Episode 2, Tribes of Tatooine. This will be a full spoiler conversation on the episode, so if you haven't watched it, um, like I said last week, I don't believe you. You're watching a it's live too late stream. It's in the title. Too late, baby! <laughs> um, before we get into anything, though, we need to do a very special thank you this week to our graphic designer, Ryan. We call him out at the end of Living Force. He creates our overlays, and if you're watching us live on video, you will notice or, or later on video, frankly, you will notice a brand new overlay system for Bounty Hunt. We used to just do the Living Force, uh, but look at these. There's there's new colorations. There's new graphics. It looks freaking awesome. Ryan, you're stud. This Thank looks you, beautiful. Ryan. Thank you, yes. man. Yeah, it
0: does, for sure.
2: Oh, I, I, I get i more in in the bantha ing mood frank i know
0: be- between this and the and the new metal music that Wes has chosen for us like <laughs> mm, i just i'm ready to be here
2: every time <laughs> this ain't no mandalorian there ain't no baby to save well or is there huh we'll see but what we're gonna do this week we are going to briefly recap what happened in season one episode two of the book of boba fett then we're just gonna chat about it we're gonna rate it one to ten and then we're going to just talk about what we liked about it uh if there's any things we had notes on Theories, it's very laid back, very chill. If you're here in the chat live, hello, happy Sunday. Go ahead and throw your thoughts in there as we go and we'll call them out as we can. All right, to begin though. Season one, episode two, Tribes of Tatooine begins with an interrogation, the assassin, From, we find out, the Order of the Nightwind is brought before Boba and Fennec uh, to figure out why he attacked them in the street. They eventually threaten him with the rancor, and he gives himself up immediately, only to find out that, bro, there's no rancor. Have you seen Return of the Jedi? Get with it. (laughs) Uh, But he does give up that the mayor of Mos Espa is the one who hired him. The uh, Boba and Fennec and the uh, lovely, lovely fit bodyguards of Gamorreans bring the assassin back into the mayor's office, where we find that great major domo again, who desperately tries to keep them out of the mayor's office, but they barge their way in to find the Athsorian mayor, who honestly looks really great and talking out of his side necks. He immediately assassinates the assassin, assassinates the assassin, ironic, within <laughs> his own chambers, and tells him that they're illegal. Thank you so much for bringing them here. By the way, if you want any info about this, you should go back to Sanctuary. Boba and Fennec then go back to Sanctuary to meet our Twilight friend, who tells him that the twins have arrived and have laid claim to their former, uh, I believe, Cousin Jabba's territory. The twins, we find out as we go outside, are huts. They arrive in their giant, disgusting forms being carried, uh, and they're guarded by none other than freaking Black Kursanton. That's right. Buddy our comics boy in live action and glare armor. We're going to talk about that later, uh, but they basically give Boba a threat. They're like Boba threat, if you will. They are <laughs> here to stay. It is their territory, but we'll get back to that in a future episode. Boba then goes back to his back at the tank and the real episode starts when he starts flashing back to training with the Tuscan blade master. However, during his training, a train arrives, a sand train arrives and wreaks havoc on the Tuscan tribe, killing a bunch of them, including a bunch of Banthas. Boba then used Tuscan's sign, which arrives back, to tell them that he will stop the train with gun and stick, rifle and stick. He makes his way over to a bar where he finds a bunch of raiders, kicks their ass completely to steal their speeders, and teaches the Tuskins about those speeders when he gets back. Because you know what? It's just like riding a banter! The- <laughs> <laughs> he trains them on the speeders, they do an awesome montage, and they're ready for a train heist. Next time the train comes back, there is a giant heist, including speeders going across the side of the train, sniper Tuskins, a uh, melee battle on the train. It's all awesome, and eventually they do succeed in taking on the train from this little spidery droid. Boba then talks to the pikes, who it turns out have been running the train. The train is full of spice, and he tells them, "Hey, guess what? This is native land. If you want to be around here, you got to pay a toll, and if you kill any Tuskins, we're gonna basically slaughter all of you. Deal with it." Because of this, Boba has leveled up and earned a lizard hallucination. So he goes back to the Tusken camp and a lizard <laughs> jumps into his brain. He then walks into the desert, finds this tree, and starts having visions of Camino, of Geonosis, of his past, which culminates in him breaking off this branch that he then fashions into his brand new, his own gaffy stick. It's absolutely phenomenal. He also got these ceremonial black robes, which we saw him have in Mandalorian. He goes back to the fire pit with all the Tuscans, shows off his robes, his new weapon and joins in a ritualistic dance. Almost like a, almost like a Haka in a way with the whole Tuscan tribe to end the episode. All right, fellas, a lot happened in this one. Let's go around oh, yeah. one to 10. We were pretty pretty much around sevens and eights on episode one. We mm-hmm. liked it. Um, Charles episode two, what'd it do for you?
3: Episode two, couple of highlights. Uh, It was way longer. It was like almost an hour long. Like Mm -hmm. this was like almost movie status. Mm -hmm. Um, I absolutely loved the flashback stuff uh, like dances with wolves type kind of story. Um, A lot of just native American type, uh, you know, symbolism there. And dude, I literally screamed at whatever time it was way too early to be screaming in my apartment building when black chrysanthemum and and the huts showed up, man. So (laughs) if, if an episode makes me literally like stand up off the couch and cheer when I see something like I've got to, I got to give it a 9.5. I loved this episode. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Corey 10.
0: Listen, man, I absolutely love this episode. Um, like I think uh, I think I immediately posted in Slack as soon as I'd watched it, I think I said that I think this is the best episode of live action TV that's been produced so far. You did. And uh I I I've I've rewatched it since then and I, I still think that. Like I absolutely loved this episode. I can't believe it was even I can't believe it was even the same like show as episode one. Like what yeah. what the hell? Like what the hell? <laughs> like it doesn't even seem like the same show.
2: Yeah, and it makes me like, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up right now because I forgot to bring it up in the first place. I think that's probably, in large part, due to... He brings up the IMDb to Steph Green, the director of this episode. Mm. Um, Absolutely killed it. Uh, I mean, directors can do a lot, but I think this one really showed from episode one to episode two freaking awesome. It's like when we got those Deborah Chow <clears throat> episodes in episode, uh, yeah. season one of The Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't believe we started off so... We compared to this episode. I mean, holy crap! Like this was not even in the same universe. Like it, it was crazy, absolutely nuts. The cameos, the action, everything was so good. I can't wait to talk the about
2: the hut it. bodies. Just like, <laughs> just like yeah. Luna, didn't you just want to touch them? You just wanted to
3: touch. I was, I was eating chili when they showed up. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was a bad time.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. All right, nine point five and a ten, Wes. Uh, Hi. What do you got? You gonna bring us down? You I don't want to be. Wanna be I don't
1: want to be a damper on the last two ratings. Then don't
2: then. Don't Wes. I mean, don't. <laughs> Back to Eric, you, Eric. What do you think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, I I really enjoyed it. Um, it was. I was talking to Eric before the show. It was about ten minutes of of uh, like present time in and, and Book of Boba Fett, and then the like mm. 35 mm. to 36 minutes of, yeah. of flashback, which was awesome because that's, I mean, we really want to know what's happening like in his flashback, what happened between Return of the Jedi and where we are at right now. So having said that, <clears throat> I'm going to give this episode a 9.1. I'm not going to go as high as you guys, but I super, I, I really that's enjoyed a it. Score. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, I that's solid
1: the uh the train aspect was was new but it wasn't new just cuz i saw it and so yeah. i thought we'd see something else <laughs> yeah, but um yeah. it, but the cameos of all the different people <laughs> especially the
2: cameos thanks tim in the chat
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i We're think that's great. solid criticism Wes. i think that seems to be like some of the like the most solid criticisms that's online right now is talking about people want present day boba fett stuff which i think is maybe valid so Mm -hmm. i'm excited to talk about that some too Um,
2: eric very solid um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 9.5 as well i think i really i liked it after the first one but then after the second one my my second viewing i should say i immediately wanted to watch it a third time and that has not happened in a long time for me and i i thought that was like it was so watchable and so fun and for all the reasons you guys said i thought that all the things that we thought we wanted to be improved in the first one happened here. Like I wanted the Tuscan sign back. As simple as that. I'm like, great. We saw him evolve. I thought the fight choreography was smoother. I yeah. thought it was it was more intense. I thought that the character work was great. It was funny. I mean, I know we really <laughs> already made the joke, but like, like Amantha, <laughs> yeah, it it's hilarious. And also great storytelling. Like it's it's so it made sense for me to see uh Boba Fett have this moment of feeling part of something. And I realized, oh, that's what we've been missing uh, as a clone. That's what we've been missing as a bounty hunter. Like he's never felt included in this episode. We, we literally took the time. Like you said, Wes, like 35 minutes of flashback to watch him become part of this family in this culture. And I like, I loved that. And let's, let's, let's talk about a bunch of reasons why that happened. Obviously better than last week, the, the Twitter, all the, the fan reaction for the most part has been to that effect but let's jump into our our big our big furry boy to start off. Blacker Santon <laughs> shows up, and Black like Grisantan. I say, guys, <clears throat> if I had a bingo card of characters I thought were coming into live action, Blacker Santon's not on the card. He's yeah, not in the game.
0: Yeah, Why, they brought let's... a
2: gladiator Wookiee in.
0: Let's talk about what that means too. Maybe for yeah. folks that are less than kind of in the, in the comics Black Chris Oh, you got a thing, Wes? No, I have no idea who he was. I saw
2: okay.
1: I, that
0: he was a badass when he walked up. I was like, yeah,
1: holy shit. Look at this Wookiee. And then <laughs> yeah. that okay. was it. So and then... I was
2: like, <laughs> is Chewbacca kind of a bitch guys? I know, like, <laughs> oh my God. <gosh." laughs>
0: I, was, I was somewhere in between like you and Eric West because like he showed up and I was like, I'm damn pretty sure that that's going to be like black Chris Who's like the only other Wookiee that I can like name. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. like from from like books and comics specifically right yeah. and uh like but he showed up and i was like he's a black Wookiee. he's got like that 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 shoulder pad thing and the character showed up he's a big character in the comics right and he's had a, a really big role like in the last year or two in the comics right like uh he was he's in the new star wars series in the new Darth vader series Like he's kind of all throughout yep. Afra. he's an afro Afra. he's an afro <laughs> yeah, crew Afra. for a while and he's scary and and evil and like like no mercy and like He's sick. He's a really, really great character. And I mean, this is about the, this is about the, like the, the biggest, most specific like books and comics cameo that's ever been done. Like this character was brought yeah. from books and comics to live action. Like, Holy shit. Like, that's like, that's like a step above even bringing Thrawn to like, like animation. Right. I mean, this is a live yeah. action character
3: now. So holy and, crap. And what's exciting is like, it it's, obviously such a physical character. Like the stuff that you see him do in the comics is like Chewie on steroids. Right. Right. And actually he does fight Chewie like one-on-one at one point, but um, you don't bring this character in and just have him stand in the corner and look menacing. Like that's what he did in this episode. But uh, there is going to be a knockdown, like drag out fight. There has to be. And like, just thinking forward (laughs) to that is so exciting. But yeah, one other point I wanted to bring up, it, I wanted to get y'all's thoughts is like uh, they did some or a lot of CGI, which makes sense, like for the huts and stuff, right? Because you're not going to build up two practical huts for seven episodes of a show. But like the authorian was a puppet. Yeah. But then but then Santon was like, I think just totally CGI. Like maybe there was someone in a suit, so? but... It, it looked, it yeah. looked very CGI to me, especially like the face, not in a bad way, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. how it struck me. What did y'all think?
0: I, I, th- I didn't really notice it, honestly. I mean, no, and he was, he was only on screen for uh, a split second too. I feel like it I mean, was wasn't on, yeah. it yeah. was very short, but I mean, I love that. Uh, I love that Boba called him a gladiator. Like that was pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't call him like a bounty hunter. He called him a gladiator, which is an interesting, interesting little note.
1: I could notice I could notice the CGI from the mayor just by if you look at the like the hair coming off of his face. You can you can kinda tell in those little instances, but I mean it was it was pretty spot on. And when he when he was talking with that vocoder, is that what, is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, I think I think so. something like yeah. that. Do
1: we need to get do we need to get Frank one of those for the team? Oh my God. <laughs> i'm
0: sorry frank i love you man oh my god <laughs> oh my show. god yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah listen
0: I, I was uh i was super i want to talk about the mayor too specifically once we move past yeah. black chrysanthemum but like like i was a, i'm such a huge fan of, of seeing like pulls from books and comics and stuff and in, in shows and like to get a character like this in is is really awesome It's really really awesome and the way it was done was really smooth and he like pulled it, he was like kind of in the background and they made him come forward and they gave him like a, a whole yeah. shot and like that was awesome it's so awesome to see that inclusivity
2: yeah and it's so fun jacob makes a great point in the chat that you know in mando season two obviously we got Cobb vanth it was was a huge the aftermath pull and to bring this character in that proved that you don't need to have read the book to to meet this character he's just a one-off but like same with Brad kersantan it seems you don't need to have read the comics but for those of us that have we're getting such rewards i think is the best way to describe it. we're getting rewarded for doing that by that little adrenaline boost like like Charles, like you're saying, you shouted in the morning, like "Oh my God, this is so cool!" And I think it also makes us that do this, that you know, our purpose is the books and comics. Shout out to our cosmic force friends who are that above all. Like we, we feel validated. We feel like, "Oh my God, we we didn't you know." It's not like I deserved this. I, if it wasn't on here, it would have sucked. No, it is. Hey, we see you. We love you. Check this out, and it's just so cool. And I can't wait yeah. to see what Black Corsanda does because you're so right. There's got to be a knockout drag. Like if, if Black or Sand doesn't grab Boba by the neck and throw him somewhere or something, you yeah. know, it's, it's just yeah. going to be rad because they Lost also have history. For sure. Like, yeah, like they're, they were on a team in the comics at some point as well. So it'll be very fun if any of that yeah. gets brought up. Just really, really great stuff and does open the door for characters like Afra, like all these people that showed up only in the extraneous materials and hopefully will drive people to read those books and comics as well. Which, again, we always love, not only because it helps us with getting more views, like, and subscribe, hit the bell, but also because we think they're pretty good things to read.
1: Uh, Do you Um, want me to throw up this this graphic? Oh, look
2: at that graphic!
0: Hold
1: on. Look at that
2: graphic. Also, make sure you like the video if you're watching. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, there he is. is. Great job, Wes. Black Black chrysanthemum fighting Chewie. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, initially when he first came on, I was like, I don't know if this is the character I think it is. But then I googled Black Chris and he's got that—he's got the shoulder pad. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's yeah. no yeah. question. This is so utterly
2: yeah. him. If this is him, yeah. or someone's getting sued. Is basically what I figured out. <laughs> uh, I looked at all the <laughs> texts on this page. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: this is
0: the holiday special for sure.
1: WWGH. What does that mean? Whoa! <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 But if you're listening and you do want um, to read more about Black Chrysanthem, his first appearance is in Darth Vader uh, number one, I believe, or number three. But it's the 2015 run, like the Karen Gillan run. So go back there. Our friends in the Cosmic Force obviously know a lot more about that. And if I don't believe we have one currently, but we will be having obviously a Black Chrysanthem collection and things coming up on the site. So stay tuned.
0: If this, uh, had, if this hadn't dropped right in the middle of all we our planning, we probably could have gotten here really quicker. But yeah. you know, we can't really distract from that, unfortunately. But that's okay. That's okay. It'll be up there. Read initially. all the comics. <clears throat> Read all the uh, comics. That's our
2: but advice. Co- oh <laughs> but Corey, since you brought him up so beautifully, tell us about our double neck mouth man.
0: Oh man, listen, I the the Ithorians have a special place in my heart because you guys have heard me <laughs> heard me rag the athorians from like Kotor so flippin' hard, like because we like, love you too,
2: Corey. <laughs> <laughs> in this.
0: In those games, it was just so obnoxious. You have these super long conversations <laughs> with these authoritarian characters, and the whole time it's just like. <laughs> and you like you <laughs> keep, like, skipping the text over and over again because like, it goes on and on and on and on. And, like, like, the the speed at which they talk, like, doesn't line up with, like, how long it takes you to read the text, like, at all, right? No. So, like, like like if you just wait for them to stop talking while you're reading the subtitles, like, you have to listen to it for, like, a minute and a half. Like, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's so, wild. like, to get that, to get that, when we've seen this done a couple times, I think, in animation and stuff and in the books and comics and stuff where they have these, like, vocoder things, these translators they wear on their Neck, um, and it like converts it to basic. And I, I saw online, I think, like the criticism that like it was really hard to hear the basic over the like the rumbling of the voice. Like I don't know if you guys noticed that when you're watching it. it may, maybe my I didn't. Maybe
2: like speaker settings or something yeah, like for people. possibly. I I, for, I, I I could see it. I didn't have that problem, yes. but I could see it.
0: For me, I was not listening. I was not watching with subtitles, right? And nope. um, because I don't do that on the first watch and uh i guess my my sound system is really bassy i suppose when i'm watching watching tv so it was kind of hard to hear the oh. the basic mm. over like you had to kind of listen for it and i like i kind of loved that little detail of that, that experience that i had watching it because like like the authorians talk in such a deep bassy voice like it would probably be hard to understand them anyway right so yeah uh, i thought that was super super cool um that we got that that like that vocal like they had to they had to they had to, like, script that. They had to script, like, the Ithorian oh, yeah. language, right, and then do the other translation, too. And his voice was kind of, like, I don't know what decision they used to, to choose what his basic voice would sound like, but it's all synthetic, right? It's not real. It's not right. it's somebody. It's, it's some actor's voice. So. Well, yeah, being Be asked in the chat
2: said, and I just double-checked it on IMDb, uh, Robert Rodriguez, the, the showrunner, oh, the creator crap. voiced it. He voiced that's and a cool. uh, Mayor Mokshaiz is is wow. is his name M O K and then S H A I Z Mokshaiz uh yeah Robert Rodriguez he also sings <clears throat> uh at uh the credits the song the voice here that's mm. him like he is so, he mm. he pops himself in so that's much cool. in this show that's <laughs> really cool But yeah that's yeah.
0: Him. I love this character I think he's uh I think we have a lot of room for expansion opportunity with uh with the mayor right because he's like he presented himself so professional, kind of like a mafia boss kind of in a way, oh, right? Yeah, but he's obviously it. like a ruthless killer, right? Like he's like, yeah. oh yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for bringing this guy in. And he looks over to the guy and he just shoots him without any questions. Like, yeah, well, okay, all and, right. Yeah, like, and,
1: and put himself in a hell of a stance to do it. I mean, wide-legged, just
2: real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, my I don't God. think that was needed. No, this mirror was <laughs> awesome. I, I love the mirror like that because he clearly is like, because the Major Domo, I think, gives the impression that he's kind of a wimp. That's like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm sorry. And the mayor's like, no, I dealt with Jabba the Hutt for years. Like, I know how yep. to run this place. I'm like, oh, right. You are. You're kind of a crime I lord yourself, aren't <laughs> you? I-,
0: I love this. I love the little battle about who's in charge, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see yeah. this sort of fight for territory amongst all these crime bosses is really awesome.
2: It's like Star-Lord and Thor at the end of Endgame. Like, who's in charge? You. Oh, of course. Of course. Of
0: course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, like, and, you know, I, think
2: that's...
0: <laughs> I also really love the um, the amount of aliens that we're getting in this show. Like uh, most of the so many, almost all the leading characters are aliens, right? Which yeah, is really man. cool. So, like you know, and I really love the the really fast transition we had from talking to the mayor and all the aliens in that scene to going to the the sanctuary, sanctuary right, yep. like mm-hmm. the casino place with the Twilight. Who again, I really love all the Twilights that are in this in these scenes and yeah. stuff. Uh, and then we immediately like like with the twins Garza are here. Flip. Then the twins are here. Let's talk about the twins. I want to talk about the twins Dude, because the, like drum? Tuesday, yes, oh, the, the drum. drum. Yeah. I love it. All did you guys it. think it was gonna be Huts? I did not. I, I did. Well, I did.
3: I so, think it's yeah. than I know that though. <laughs> Isn't the sanctuary <laughs> actually actually called Garza Sanctuary? I think that's I don't what know. I saw. Maybe. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah, because her name's Garza, so yeah that makes sense
0: that's really cool and like i don't know So a couple a couple small details that i thought were really really cool uh kind of pools right like the first was the drums that was awesome because like like you heard the drums before before the conversation was over right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. the, the, the drums started playing then then the then the the lady in charge of the sanctuary is like the twins are coming and but they're already playing maybe oh, once yeah. you got to that right and the Here. music
2: stopped and as we know the cantina music only stops when someone gets shot and then it starts up again. mean the, so the fact that the drums themselves the presence of the twins can stop cantina music uh-huh. that was a weird like was oh cool. this is a big deal <laughs> so i got a gig
1: going <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. oh
0: man uh and then we, we, we go outside and we actually see the twins come up and i love the fact that these giant super fat huts are being physically carried by people
3: yes God. dude the litter, was, <laughs> the litter they were on was actually like they, boeing. They, <laughs> I mean, boeing yeah, yeah if it you was at such
0: it.
1: a
3: cool little detail, details is, like that this is
0: star wars we're talking about right in fact yeah. like we, have, we have a specific name for the technology that carries around huts it's a hover sled like we get that in yeah. books and comics and all kinds of stuff they didn't have to be physically carried this is a symbol of their power of course right? yeah. like yeah i loved it i it swear
1: good- i swear you could see the strain in like the the people in the front like yeah. there was a twi- oh, yeah. that Twi'lek They were just like, Oh my
2: god, this is fucking ridiculous. They like actually made it's him.
1: Like, <laughs> it's
2: like like, you know, when I'm when I'm taking Morden out for a walk and we get to the stairs, and I know he can go up the stairs, but he looks at me and I'm like, Fine, I have to carry him. It's a power move.
3: It's the same, <laughs> same <laughs> thing like that. It's like just you couldn't <laughs> do this. Oh my god. But it was funny too because that was like right after however many instances of people saying oh i didn't see your litter right right to boba yeah. and he's always up. like i walk my own two feet i love to i think it was the mayor that said it to him this episode and he finally didn't say it, like he didn't say i walk i walk everywhere i walk on my own two feet he just stared at him like it was just <laughs> silence
2: i didn't see your litter we've already,
0: we've already covered this we've already covered Bruh. this like yeah <laughs> shut the hell up yeah yeah. yeah. And you uh you are not a big fan of the the mayor's lackey, if I remember correctly, right? What did you think about him in this episode? What, that guy... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I'm still not as much of a fan of him as far as just he 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 has the similar um vibe as our mechanic from Mandalorian, where I just feel like they're in a they're in a different show. Okay, I, think. I see,
0: I see, I see. Kind but... of the weird, maybe weird acting choices, perhaps.
2: Yeah. Exactly just it's just i i notice him and i think about what the actor is doing rather than the character but that's also totally a hang-up but i thought he was used nicely in here he's sparing i absolutely believe him as a guy who cannot stop anyone from going into that room <laughs> yeah. and i find it very funny now meeting the mayor that yeah. this is his lackey i'm like oh yeah. my god the mayor is so poised and so the opposite that i think that his setup actually made the mayor more imposing so I, I, actually yeah. i respect the choice more
1: okay cool. i like him even more now that I too. saw this after this episode. He's at like, you, sir, you cannot, you cannot go in there." Can, he is very safe corporate, is what he is. He is not trying to say anything over, like over yep. bounds or anything. Yeah. I'm not touching would... you. I can't touch you. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He's really, he's really good, he's
0: had really good <laughs> HR training. Very like. much yeah. so.
1: And then the guy, the, the like receptionist before he even got there was like, he's like, Boba makes this big entrance. He's like, "I am Boba Fett." He's like, "Well, let me see if you're on the list." Yeah. Well, you're not only this. You have an appointment. Su- ah, I don't s- see you on s- here. Sweet mustache in this ridiculous <laughs> hat. I forgot about the guy. You
2: know called. he reminded me of? He reminded me of the guy that checks in Han to the Imperial Academy that's like, what's your name? Hmm like he, he very he much that's his like, life yeah yeah all these all these people that we're getting in Star Wars lately that are just like the the paper pushers that are just yes. locking in just because like, you in have to have those yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know that you're meeting the main character of a movie or a show you're just like yeah oh you have a helmet I don't know who you what's your face who are you I don't know man I'm, I'm, I'm out in five minutes and you just well, we're, cl- we're yeah. putting the chairs <laughs> we're up we're closing man like, yeah. come on <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen's already clean bro get out Reservation man,
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a big fan of all this stuff too. And like, then, then, like, then we that sort of concluded the uh, the modern, the the present day stuff, right? So, let's let's
2: talk about maybe change gears a little bit and talk about going backwards. So, Corey, you just asked me my thoughts last week. If we roll back the tape, last week Corey was like, I don't know, there's too many Tuscans, I hope we don't get that much, Corey. Thoughts on past Corey's words. Listen, man,
0: contrary (laughs) to popular belief, I absolutely love eating my words when it comes to Star Wars. 100%. (laughs) I, I love eating, and like, holy crap, I was absolutely wrong. I take it all back. This was not holiday vibes, holiday special vibes at all. This was like... Oh my god, the Tuscan culture that we got, and maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe like the vision was just really clarified this this time around, right? Like yeah, I yeah. like I feel like I learned so much about Tuscan culture this episode. Mm-hmm. Like whereas last time it was a lot of confusion, but now I see that as being a, a stylistic choice, right? Like we're we're seeing things from mm-hmm. from Boba's point of view, of like exactly. he's just as confused as the viewer is, right? But mm-hmm. now he's yep. learned, he's been there a while, he's learning what the culture is, he's learned how to communicate a little bit uh <laughs> to communicate a little bit that got bad yeah, exactly right so i loved it i actually loved all the tuscan stuff we got i was absolutely wrong 100 yeah
2: there's a moment there's a movie called uh sound of metal that came out last year with riz Ahmed our, our own mm-hmm. Bodhi Rook and this reminded me of that because in that movie he loses his hearing and they use a lot of sign language in that movie and they don't subtitle it in the movie until the character learns sign language and um so you as an oh, audience cool. member are literally understanding the little if you don't speak it what well, he can understand and i think that now watching this that's exactly what they did it was like boba had no idea what they were saying in the first episode so why should we as an audience whereas this one now that he's been with them and learned more we are now allowed to learn more with him and it's it's like we are within his book the book of boba fett we are actually learning alongside him and i'm like oh what yeah. a cool choice and it yeah like, <laughs> and it made me honestly love the Tuskins, and i weirdly think After this show, watching episode two, I'm going to be real pissed at Anakin. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. He didn't even try to get to know him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. You killed my mother.
1: (laughs) I mean, just do something,
2: man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. big fan, big fan of all the Tuscan stuff. <clears throat> I mean, I want to swing back around and talk about all the stuff towards the. End. I mean, actually, now might be a good time. All this stuff talking about like the the Gaffy sticks was yeah, let's do it. Utterly incredible. I That's loved right. it, and it was like, Eric, you have some notes here, kind of about like like indigenous influences. Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So this this a lot of times we see on Twitter. Oh, this episode was awesome. This episode was really cool. Like, great. We love that stuff. This week, I saw a lot of um, indigenous Star Wars fans that were like. I felt I cried at this scene because a, a huge thing, obviously, in, in history, especially the United States, has been taking land away from uh, Native culture, from Native Americans. Like, it's been a huge thing. It's not been great. And this episode, to have an actor of Indigenous descent, uh, Tim Morrison is Indigenous New Zealander. He's Maori, to say to criminals, like, hey, this is Native land. You don't own this. Yeah, they do. And now you have to respect them and like pay the toll that they're owed and to have Tem's literal heritage play into now Boba Fett, the character's heritage is like I've never seen anything like that in Star Wars before. To have the writers consciously make that a choice for this character. I thought it, it really blew me away in a way that I didn't expect that. Like that is such a strong stance for this character. And it's so respectful of Tem. I mean, the gaffy stick is made like a, a traditional weapon Like he has talked about that he had, Influence on on its design based on traditional mm-hmm. New Zealand weapons, like the the dance at the end is kind of like a haka, like it's it's just using all these elements of indigenous culture to make the Tuscans a true native population, and like yeah,
0: and it felt wow. like, it felt real. Wow. The storytelling is very very good. Like I love yeah. the. Like the like the the acid trip that he takes with the lizard. Yeah,
2: it's like ayahuasca. It's like <laughs> yeah, taking right, ayahuasca going into the desert.
3: Peyote, sure. I
2: love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And I <laughs> just say
3: that, that the, the trip that he had, it felt like a cologne commercial to me. Like, I would not have been surprised if as he walked <laughs> oh, back with God. the stick, it was just like aqua du jour. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> That's-
2: oh, I bad. completely agree. You know what it also reminded me of? Aside from cologne, obviously, you're great. Uh, uh it was Black Panther. When he goes in, and then he goes and sees the tree, and, and meets his father, yeah, and all the, yeah. you know, it's this great use of, you know, this this kind of trip, and mm-hmm. h- what a cool way for us to get back to Sarlacc, get back to Camino, like seeing yeah, little I baby know. Boba Camino, watching dude, the, watching the ship. I'm yeah. loving
0: all these all these throwbacks to Camino. That do is...
2: I love Camino? Like, I mean. Yeah. You really know?
0: <laughs> oh my I, god, I feel real.
1: like we're gonna we're gonna get deeper into Camino. We're gonna get longer like flashback yeah. episodes of him just as a child and then seeing what he went through kind of some stuff when he's left alone, I guess when, mm-hmm. when Jango's out doing, yeah, doing Jango things, but uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe he learned something along the way from the Kim and Owens that like shaped him to be who he is today. I mean, I don't, I don't I'm not even sure. Yeah. But that'd be I'd cool. I'd love that.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, all the Queen the- of Flashbacks are good. And I also want to point out like, I love the symbolism of trees in, in yeah. like dream. It's, it's a really common recurring thing we see in dreams and visions and things are all storytelling kind of in all media is like, uh, you know, the Vikings were really big into you know, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of those sort of flashbacks and like the, as uh, the Assassin's I played Valhalla. yeah yeah. all the Assassin's creed games like that there's lots of tree stuff and i love that he went to the tree and it like it entangled him kind of like the sarlacc pit and like yeah then he brought back the stick i had no idea i didn't it took me a little bit to catch that he was going to make a gappy stick out of that Mm. like i I was not really expecting that initially and once once they once they showed it in his hands and he had the shape and stuff i was like oh okay i know this is going (laughs) i didn't know if they were going to show a forging scene i really
2: really hope they were going to and then it happened and i was just like I love all of this <laughs> so much. Like, you know, the one moment in that forging scene that hit me the most, especially on second watch this, the the thing I learned most about Boba, it was completely nonverbal. Every time that Tuscan showed him how to do something, he grabbed the thing, like did two things, and then he looked at him to be like, am I doing this right? I love like it. every single moment. He's like, is this right? Is this right? Because he wants to make sure he's properly respecting the weapon. And I'm like, <laughs> yo like that so is good so i never good. thought about because it, it, it's like you know we see people like cleaning their guns and stuff and blasters and like you know building yeah. a light it's building a lightsaber it's the same mm-hmm. exact thing as a jedi finding their own crystal like boba found his kyber crystal he brought it back and he crafted the hilts and then at the end his his jedi master tuscan was helping him make every part of the process and then when he comes back it's his lightsaber and i'm like no that's exact. also i don't know if you guys saw on twitter the the I guess shop the the forge area. Uh, the design of it is like directly out of a Macquarie image of the Tuscan. Oh yeah, the the yeah. first ever Tuscan image that Macquarie made. Wow. They immediately they exactly replicated that. Uh, so shout out to our boy Ralph. Um, that's cool. Yeah, our yeah, boy Ralph. I love that scene. Know, our so, boy Ralph.
0: you are cute. Seriously. I mean, I, I was such a huge fan of that. I mean, and Wes, you've, you, <laughs> you, one thing that you said that really cracked me up is you pointed out that there was, uh there was absolutely a chisel from Lowe's in that scene. <laughs> like the, the chisel, the chisel that he had was 100%. They're like, oh shit, we need a chisel. We forgot
2: to do it. It's the day of the scene. Uh, Somebody
0: go to Lowe's. Go, go, go.
2: Like that cracked me up, dude. <laughs> absolutely. And it was, it was so cool. You know, um, Jacob, you make a great point until Wednesday. I assumed Gaffy sticks were all metal. I think I did, too, actually, you know, and I didn't realize that there was the wood element and the intricate carving parts and then the metal parts. And, you know, I just it was such a cool way that now every time I see a Gaffy stick in the OT or going back into Mandalorian where we see Boba with it for the first time, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, man, that's that's what it was. <laughs> and I also liked as far as the Tuscan culture to go back for a second, how they they talked about some tribes are have uh been like murder people and are more violent and i thought that was yeah. a great way to to separate like yeah These so some Tuscan. of the tuscans that we see yeah have made have lived by fighting and have lived like those are the people that you know took down luke and and sniped people at the pod race and all those kind of things there mm-hmm. are those kinds of people but just like any culture there are different sects. different sectors of people so i really like that
0: yeah to kind of conclude that 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 thought too about the the tuscan culture and stuff too that that scene towards the end where he like communicated like i can't remember exactly what the line was but when he said like when he was like, all of the sands, like you, you own all of the sands. You know, sand. you know yeah, every, you know every grain of sand, yeah. sand in the yeah. dune yeah. sea. Dude, that was it. Was just oh. such really good writing, and man, that communication yeah. and and stuff where he talked about how they own the land, like it's theirs, right? Like they can yeah. police it, and that was such a good, such a good, good storytelling bit right there. I absolutely loved all of that stuff, and then <laughs> then we get the haka thing at the end, which was.
2: So I got emotional, fun. man. Like yeah, I, did I too, that was pretty cool. Because
0: everybody
1: joined in. Every- it was started yeah. with started with one and then it started with two and then everybody started joining in. So there was like a team. I loved yeah. it. Um because you?
2: you know what? I think there's a point where they could have been like, Oh, now him and the blade master, who we'll talk about later, like, oh, they're gonna fight, right? It's gonna yeah. be a thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's not about over muscle i'm gonna fight you i'm gonna defeat you to prove my worth it's you are now part of this family and i'm like what a
3: <clears throat> choice but it yeah. was Sorry, cool I cut you too, off. that the actual the actual dance that they were doing was like the different fighting positions that the blade mm-hmm. master had taught him mm-hmm. which just kind of further <laughs> shows how important the kind of warrior lifestyle is yeah. to their culture.
2: Like the dragon dance in Avatar Last Air. Dude, Day I was going to bring it out. <laughs> Dude, You took out of
0: my mouth. That was going to be my next comment is 100% Avatar dragon dance vibes. 100%. Yep. So, I love getting
1: it. back to, to a serious note, y'all have seen Blazing Saddles, right? Um, yes, sir.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All I think of when he
1: says that, that uh, the Tuscans own the sands and the dune sea is them putting up this toll booth in the middle of the desert <laughs> with this arm that's there is like up. Oh, you ca- oh, we got to stop. He's like, well, we can't get through. He's like, somebody go back and get a shitload of dimes <laughs> so I put a dime in and let it, the arm goes up. <laughs> what? A great role. Oh that my amazing. god, uh, that's and, funny. And then that Ralph MacQuarie picture you were talking about is this? Is this what we're talking about? Is this yes, the one? It's it's I remember that that, oh. that metal piece from that broken ship that was there, mm-hmm. and that's where he was forging. The yeah, gaffy yeah. okay. That's the uh, one.
0: That's the one. Ralph McQuarrie I just goes to show you how serious the creators of these shows are about like staying true to the original story. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's little details like this that, that make the arguments of like kind of the toxic, you know, the, the fandom menace community where they're like, mm-hmm. everybody hates Star Wars. Kind Kennedy sucks. Everybody. I'm like, it's stuff like this that make those <laughs> arguments. Just like, I, it's not even worth irrelevant. talking about. Yeah. It's invalid. Yeah. It's yeah. valid, incorrect and irrelevant <laughs> because like, these are such tiny pools. Oh, and the other tiny pool. We didn't even talk about Cammy. Holy shit!
2: Oh yeah. Yes. Um, who's Cammy Corey? Who's
0: oh Cammy my god. Corey? I don't. I don't know if I'll tell it right. Like, uh, but I can. I can try. So Cammy, there's a deleted scene, and all right. So uh, first, I want to give Emma credit for, for this. Yes. In, our, in our, on our team because Emma actually caught this like before somebody else read it online, which was pretty freaking impressive. Okay. So, the 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 two people in the in the cantina. Um by the way, that's Tashi Station if I'm if I remember correctly oh right. uh, i i think i saw online that that's tashi station i'm pretty okay, cool. damn sure that it's been converted into a bar or whatever. oh wow so somebody correct me if i'm if i just absolutely saw that incorrect oh my god ain't that the way that... it's an old
2: factory that converted into a brew pub isn't that just <laughs> how it works I, how it works man. i think
0: i think it's tashi's day i'm pretty sure i don't know correct me if i'm wrong anyway the couple that the uh like the like the like game members were like bullying or whatever in the where like boba fett just came in and mm-hmm. kicked all their asses all right so uh, they're relevant people from Star Wars, okay? So there's a deleted scene from the original, freaking original A New Hope Star Wars film, which wasn't even titled A New Hope at that time, all right? Uh, there is a, a deleted scene where Luke goes and meets up with his friends. Remember, Owen Lars is like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you can mess around with your friends later, all right? There's a deleted scene where he goes and hangs out with his friends, and and Biggs is there. He, like, is in town, right? Like, he's in town or whatever, and they have the little moment, and then Luke, like, looks up at the, at the stars and sees the 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 four or whatever fighting mm. with like the flashes and stuff and you got to look this up it's on youtube it's a really really cool deleted scene it's one of my favorite deleted scenes of, of anything that's been done and there's a there's there's a couple in the background and it's i forget what the guy's name is Somebody fixer. Help me out. fixer there's fixer and Cami uh and they're like a couple or whatever and they're kind of they're kind of like touchy-feely in the background and stuff like they're obviously a couple and that's all we get it's a deleted scene or whatever and emma uh on our team watch the episode with subtitles. It is only, it's only on screen for a second. Like it says, it says Cammy, like, like she says something like don't hurt him or something, but it shows her name colon, like in the line that she says, oh. and that's the only line it is on the whole thing. And she, and Emma just immediately recognized it. We were like, holy holy shit how did you how did you find this yep. so that is one of the biggest pools i've ever seen like yeah in, that's like that's like so many layers deep of of a an easter egg i absolutely yep. loved yep. It. yep
2: she also appears here in the last jedi novelization in the prologue i uh, thank you jacob in the chat uh it's it's a what could have been dream that luke has that jason <laughs> fry adds so if you have this book you'll recognize her, that that his wife and his vision in the prologue that is cami and she's mm-hmm. now, can- wow. can- can- she's Yes. Canonized. Uh, cam- yes. Never let Keep me down, Eric.
3: Can we yeah. talk about that bar scene just in general? Sure. No, for a minute, because <laughs> yep. it was sick to see, uh, obviously, Boba just walk in. His silhouette on the wall was kind of the first thing that you yep. saw, right? Mm-hmm. Like very, very Mando-esque. Very, mm-hmm. very Mando-esque. Yeah. Very Western, coming through the swinging saloon doors, <laughs> you know. Uh, he kicked absolute butt. And then the way that he just walked over to the bar down the drink and walked out without a word was like one of the most badass things. I do. I loved it. <laughs> it might he be didn't the most could... badass thing we've seen Boba Fett do up until that ever.
0: Moment. Yes. Yeah. Ever. And I loved it. I loved how I love how like like animated he was when he took he was the drink. Quite he was refreshing. Like, He's like, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 he <was> like
3: Yeah.
2: He's <laughs> like left. He left. Although I did I did have a thought where I'm like, all right, man, here's the deal. If that's <laughs> a <laughs> bar. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't. You've had like maybe half a glass of water in the last three days, and you just drowned a shot of whiskey. That sucked for you, yeah. but you wanted to look cool. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I like. No, how. I that. How Cammy's partner, his hair, like his style, his hair was 1970s hairstyle. Like, yeah, they did yes. a really good job like once, of adding that Yuma in. Once Emma
0: pointed it out, like Great it's point. obvious that that's the characters. Like they're, they look very yeah. similar to those characters in the deleted scene, which is. Which is really crazy. That's really, really yeah. crazy. I love to see it. I mean, I love them a lot. Like, I, I, didn't really. I mean, I guess I did recognize. Like, we're on Tatooine in the show, right? The, mm-hmm. the ability to throw back to the, the OT is like real, real there, right? There's yep. a lot yeah. of opportunity there to throw back. We've already seen little things ties to Return of the Jedi and that sort of thing, but like, I mean, I can't wait to see what other crazy Easter eggs they pull out of this because there's so many opportunities, and we're talking like. 40 years of history, right? Like, oh, yeah, crap, 50 years of history. Like, this is long damn time ago. And we're throwing back and
2: in a, and a galaxy far, oh. far away.
3: Oh, <laughs> but they're not overdoing it, though. You know, no. they're, it, it, would be very exactly. easy. it would be very easy to just be throwing anything and everything up on screen and be like, see, see, remember that thing? But it's yep. so subtle, but enjoyable if you catch them, but you don't need to catch them. Like, no one needed to know that was Cameo and Fixer. Mm. You know, like that wasn't necessary yeah. to understand the episode. You didn't need to know that was Black Crescentin. It's just a no. no cool Wookiee. But when you yeah. know those things, it just adds a layer to the enjoyment, which is the yeah. best way to do this type of stuff. I feel. Yeah, I, I completely agree. <clears throat> uh, I want to go now to
2: uh, one of one of the most impressive things for me in the last couple episodes, <clears throat> and Tim brought this up earlier in the chat. Um, the Blade Master, right? The 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 yes. Tuscan Warrior. Uh, who has played, she's played by, um, Joanna Bennett, who is a stunt woman that's worked on, like, Wonder Woman, has worked on all kinds of stuff, uh, and she is the Tuscan Warrior, Warriors, what she's called. And Tim brought up a cool point that now in Mando and Tuskens, all, like, the armor or weapons masters are all women- which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, the moment where they're like on the train fighting, and then she just flies in, jumps off the exploding speeder, and does yes. like a John Wick hallway fight. <laughs> and then,
0: and then like... also, also, can we just, can we, way just way point out how, it. can we point out how freaking hilarious the whole fight was? Like, oh my god! Yeah, the, the way that the way that like like she just like would jerk the people down off, off from the. Oh yeah. my god, that was so funny, dude! It was so funny. I loved that. So you it's could tell that the pikes did,
1: the pikes did not have training for that whatsoever because every one of them oh, was god. getting just stripped down and getting beaten within seconds.
2: <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, no, it was yeah. great. Always love to see the pikes get their ass kicked. That's yeah, for of sure. All right, all Um,
0: right, the the train highs. We have to talk about the train highs, because honestly, that was. it felt like that was, like, 80% of the episode. Even though it wasn't, it felt like it was, like, the big part of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Budget-wise. Budget-wise. Oh, yeah, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, first, let's talk about that for a second, budget-wise, because this scene was, like, not that dissimilar from the solo scene, Mm -mm. right? Right. Like, like it didn't – this didn't feel like a low-budget version of that by any means. Like, this felt like a pretty dang high-end version of that, which was –
1: Dude, we're getting this shit in live-action TV. Holy crap! Yep. Like- the, the whole sequence, whenever the giant like rocket like powers up and then and then shoots, like it long? has, like there was two or three people that got shot back. Uh, doing all of that camera work and all of that, like uh, like harnessing and green screen. Like yeah. even if they'd have the green screen, I mean that is extensive mm-hmm. amount of work for a show. They yeah. didn't have to put that in there.
0: And if and if it was a hundred percent CGI, because I like get maybe it was like it was really damn good CGI. Yeah, like I did, I, I didn't feel, I didn't get taken out of the train scene literally for a single second the whole time. Like it felt real, like entirely live action, which is incredible. The
3: only shots that have ever really taken me out in this show is some of the speeder stuff coming towards the camera. <laughs> yep. Which back. has never looked good in any, so like even in <laughs> in the movies, it, it didn't look no. good. So like it's it is on par with the films for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: I thought it, it was really fun, and I I mean, there's just something so. It- integral about train sequences from the dawn of movie making yeah. like yeah. it's fast it's dangerous yeah. and there's a clock like throwbacks to the old westerns
0: know? of riding horses yeah. alongside the train like the speeders the way they the way they practice the jumping oh my god we even talk about the whole sequence yeah. about teaching the tuskens to ride the, <laughs> and they're the just, speeders it's like learning
2: to skateboard just biff it and biff it and like, yeah i really like didn't running over it. each other
0: i know i really didn't that was hilarious when he ran the guy yeah. over I, there <laughs> yeah. was a uh, uh, there were, i didn't i didn't have any idea like what they were doing when they were trying to practice the hopping thing like i didn't know what i thought maybe they were gonna i don't know rob somebody or something and they were gonna take it i don't know i didn't know what they were gonna do But the fact that it was training for the train was was so fun
2: i love it yeah yeah and then of course we got that yeah being asked yeah that droid uh was very funny like get out of here it's like peace man jumps out of the train becomes a little spider and i'm like (laughs) well how long is he on tatooine for now yeah do we see him
1: again in the future Is he? uh,
2: He turns into Dengar. Um, I I like that. I also like how it ended with being like, you know, it's not the moral absolution of you can never bring your spice trains through Tatooine. It's like, no, he's got to pay us, man.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's just got to straight up pay a toll. It was real good. And I want to talk about the Pikes here in a second. The other detail that really stood out to me about that was there was a, we got a good like 20 second, oh my God, we got a good 20 second (laughs) scene or something like that inside the, uh, the cockpit with uh with boba like yeah, like that was that had to be a real set like all those yeah. dials oh, and yeah. switches and dude that oh, was yeah. really intricately designed mm-hmm. like that was like they could have very very easily just made that like oh it, it's very confusing to look at but this is like it was yeah. it was looked really really good it looked really really yeah. good and the fact that he was just like all right let me just let me use the gaffy stick to hit the brakes like i love yeah it. that was really well, good and, the,
2: and gosh that would and it, sh- it really shows you how strong that, yeah, that was maybe still that the practice. Maybe that was that intentional. wasn't intentional yeah. yeah that wasn't yeah. the metal that was all wood and that was like this is how strong this stuff is that he could literally yeah. use it as a lever uh physics kids uh to literally <laughs> you know extend the lever to make it easier to stop uh and i, and I also think it's very fun to, anytime i see a train heist now thanks to solo i'm like hey coaxium is that coaxium yeah like yeah and i love that now that's just a thing we could think about
0: yeah yeah, a, yeah do you, do you think a, you know kind of speaking of the gabby stick do you think we're gonna He's not like carrying it now, right? In the present day, I don't think I see it on his back or anything. Right? I, I haven't I see seen it since probably Mando. like
2: hung up on a wall, maybe. Yeah. in Yeah. In the, uh, in I the... want
0: to see him use it again. They, they brought so much oh, to me, it. He, to, right? he they, has they, to. Almost, they almost have to bring it back, like yeah. Which he uses like...
2: it in uh, Mando. So I assume, yeah, right, it's around.
3: So what, how? That's just a quick point to bring up how we see him when he shows up first in Mando from that behind shot of him. He's in the robes that he's in now mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, time period he's wearing the gaffy stick on his back. so basically he's gotten up to that point where we see him when he comes into mando so i'm curious now to see if there is a shift of way more present time less past time because it could pick up like right there in mando i assume there is some story to tell there but it's possible Uh yeah
2: i i feel like yeah we we don't really talk about this too much on the show but yeah going forward i think it's inescapable to kind of Think about where it's going. We still have five episodes left. We've only had two. So that's pretty oh Jacob, thank you. You do see the stick on his armor rack in his castle. So oh, okay. That's okay, awesome. Cool. <clears throat> um and I also agree about the Dune influence. If you saw Dune this year, there's a lot more Dune in Book of Boba Fett that's fun. Mm-hmm. But I I do think that the Tuscans have to come back in the modern day because I think they're focusing on it a lot. That's mm-hmm. what I would at least guess. And it is it is called, you know, we have Mandalorian. Andor, obi-wan this is very specifically the book of boba fett so i think it, <clears throat> it is it is a different format so yeah. i think they're going to be using the past and the present continuously but i don't think we're going to get another one of these like you said wes 13 minutes in present 40 minutes in past yeah. Again, I, I have a feeling this and, was the biggest <clears throat> disparity. I might, I might
0: get behind some of that criticism too if the flashbacks that we got have not been so damn good. Like the the yes! one that we got in this episode yep. specifically, right? If it wouldn't have been as good, then I would probably be on on board with the uh, like, let's 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 get on with it, <laughs> yeah. and let's get back yeah. to the present day. Stuff, yeah, like, I love is...
2: Fennec, but like, you know, if it's gonna be this yeah. good,
0: yeah. I mean, I was not expecting to get a full on train heist and a flashback. <laughs> Holy shit!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm
1: very... Oh, wow, just thinking about that. So it couldn't... So this timing, when he goes in a flashback into present-day Boba, how how long do you think that is? How long do, you, do you think mean? that is? Between, like the timeline? Yeah, the timeline.
0: Well, we're like immediately after Return of the Jedi to after Mandalorian, and Mandalorian takes place nine years yeah, so after say like the 10 Return years? of the Jedi. Yeah, it's a oh, decade. Wow, so he's
2: with... Oh, why, I didn't even... I so, would... how much time do you think between the first flashback and this flash because he's obviously training with them not long so he's with weeks, the tu- weeks. Do we yeah. think he's with the Tuskens for nine years
0: no 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 way no we they, they have they have progressed him to being what we see at the end mandalorian right in right. this flashback he's got the robes and shit now right okay, like okay, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i think this is like this is like i mean how long would it actually take to to, like, like, be able to basically communicate that sort of thing. It's got to be weeks, like, at, at most. Like, I don't think it's... I don't think it's weeks like, a year or anything, right? I mean... No. No. I, think, I, think I mean, a he's still weeks.
2: wearing the same... He's Maybe still wearing the same stuff. Yeah, so we still have... We still have an
0: enormous gap of time okay. to work with, yeah. right? So, which I'm, I'm very interested to see what that's going to be like. How was Boba without his armor for 10 years? Holy shit. Like, how is
2: that... Well, and thing? also, when does he find out where, where it is? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, when we does do he... That. Because he knows that Cobb Vanth has it, you know, and I think that I mean, there's just so many opportunities to build up that past. <clears> while <throat> now in the present, they've introduced so many cool elements. Like we have the mayor, we have now the twins, we have Black Chrysanthemum. we have like ah, there's, and there's still five episodes. We're not even a third of the way through the series. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I know. Crazy.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's I would crazy. love to so see. Many
1: I would love to see a fight between Finnick and the. And, like, the, the sword master, the the person that trained Boba.
2: Oh, yeah. Our blade master. Our uh, yeah. blade
1: master, yeah, yeah, Our
2: t- Tuscan warrior, I think, is her current. I And also in Star Wars, she might get a name, but, hey, Frog Lady is still Frog Lady. So, like, <laughs> she might never get a name. That's
1: fair. And like, yeah. Boba has gets to be like, whoa whoa, 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 I know this person. They're, they're yeah. okay.
2: Ex- I do have a feeling <laughs> it's going to be, like, calling in reinforcements of, like, maybe Boba gets shoved out by the twins and Black chrysanthemum and he has to go back to the desert and be like, hey, don't worry, I know where we can go. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting know. storytelling for sure. For sure, oh, just so many cool opportunities things to do. man.
0: I, I, I want to talk about the Pikes for a second because this is the only like kind of real criticism I have. Is they look <laughs> weird. They look weird to me. What's up with yeah. that? Tell <clears> me I've about never seen. Uh, I've never
1: seen them without their masks on. Masks. So right,
2: <clears throat> they're gloriously inconsistent based on the budget of whatever project they're in. <laughs> all I right, all right, <laughs> like, okay. think that, if that is yeah, if movies, Clone Wars, and, and this, they're all they look completely different. Yeah. All right. If that's the answer, that's I-, I
0: can I can accept that. Yeah. I don't know why they made them have smaller heads though, because that seems weird. In Solo, they have huge heads. Yeah, with the mask and I think on. that's
2: just budget. I think it's got to be just like because they needed because Steven Stanton voiced the Pike leader. He said, um, uh, you know, famed sound person does voices all over the place for Star Wars, and I think it might have just been like, you know, they needed a mask to fit over the act- actor's head, and you need the mouth to be able to articulate. And I'm wondering if it's just like you know, what we're you not think? making a Could ton be. of pikes. They're not the main bad guys. So maybe they're just, a yeah, maybe, maybe
0: so. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. But I had, I had a lot of doubt. And, uh, yeah, we didn't know if they were pikes amongst the team of like, I don't think these are, <laughs> they are pikes. I don't think these are like, like maybe they're, I don't think they're the pikes. Right. Cause, I didn't think they could survive without the gas mask either. That was like the whole point of that, right? Like so. <clears throat> yeah. I, don't know. I
1: didn't see anything dripping from those masks either, like we right, did in right. Solo. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Like I don't think <laughs> yeah. they're. I don't think they smoke hookahs on a daily basis for fun. Like I think it's for survival, <laughs> right? So yeah,
2: it's it's both. <laughs> I'll survive it and I get a little high. Like you know. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I, anyway. I wonder if we're gonna see. I, I don't think we're gonna see pikes going forward. I think this was like used for a a story beats to get the tuscans their land back and give the tuscans yeah. power mm-hmm. and the actual bad guys going to be at the huts and i oh we didn't even talk about the little <laughs> this whole episode we didn't talk about blank we didn't talk about blank cuz there's a million things mm-hmm. uh, the Fennec line of like we're going to have to get permission to kill them and i'm like oh i oh, love that cool. like that that is crispin stuff right there that is the hut yes. cartel in the crispin novels to it be also, like you can kill them if you get permission <laughs> yeah
0: it also explains the that that kind of plot hole of like why don't you just kill them It's like well the criminal on the world is complicated right permission like, from who
1: the i think huts. it's gotta be the heads
2: the heads of the Hut cartel. the heads They've of
0: got... the huts
1: will give permission to kill other huts mm-hmm.
2: I, perhaps I, charles <laughs> remind me if like because you you and you're the the crispin that happened in the crispin books right that the huts oh, gave gosh. permission to assassinate people
3: it's been so long i don't remember any specifics but yes there's a very structured hierarchy there's different families and there's a representative from like each family like java's from the Dasilige clan mm-hmm. and each of them has a representative that's like the very top of the pyramid like the uh, I, there's been some of that actually in the recent uh comics was it was it either the end of the War of the Bounty Hunters or the beginning of Crimson Rain I can't Yeah the War of the Bounty, Bounty, Bounty Hunters, Hunters. Yeah. yeah where you see some of that uh some of that Power structure. So yeah, I hope that we see more of that. um I know the huts aren't the prettiest thing to look at, but like, kind of unpacking some, a, <laughs> <laughs> unpacking some of that would be fun to do with this series. I don't know if there's enough time because there's already so much other stuff to address. But yeah, it'd be and like fun, Jacob
2: so. says in our chat here, correcting our timeline a bit, the show is nine Aby. Not, that's correct. That's So correct. it's two to three years after Return of the Jedi, not nine years. after right. Return of the Jedi. That's, Was that's
0: correct. Spoke? And Return of the Jedi is what four? I think it's like four Aby. I'm pretty four, sure. A-B- four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we have we have five years. five to six years basically between yeah you know.
2: and also the Hut cartel is almost all dead is a great point. Like the Huts have been taken out by again. If you're reading the comics, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane what's going on in the cartel <laughs> the reign and of the bounty hunters. But obviously, I think we'll learn a lot more about them. We'll yeah. see if Boba talks to them. I mean, <laughs> we have. God, we have so many places to go. I think this. Want to
0: speculate show... a little? Let's speculate. I mean, we we try not to do too terribly much speculation, but maybe Let's speculate a, brief...
2: a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll close this out mm. with a brief speculation. All um, right. So for, first go. of all, can we
0: can we talk about all the all the insane rumors that are on the internet for a second?
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> sure. read them.
0: I mean, neither. You tell uh, me. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, I don't really read much either, but i somehow this has been maybe it's TikTok. I don't really know how it's in my in my present TikTok. knowledge, but like there seems to be like. There seems to be a lot of rumors that we have basically three characters that could possibly show up. Um mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Afra is huge um i yep, know that sure. that's a huge rumor because our dr afro video on youtube um got an enormous spike in <clears throat> in like viewership wow. in like the last in the last like the day mm. of release and, and has been high since then yep. right? that's kind of weird does
2: that obviously because he was a yep, huge part by, of that yeah.
0: by chrysanthemum and then like so question has been like is she gonna have a speaking role or an audio role or something i don't know is that character gonna show up that's interesting yeah, Internet will those- explode Maybe. Um, there's been rumors that uh, Kira could maybe show up in some way, which is oh. maybe a stretch. I don't know if I want that. If
2: frankly. Crimson Rain wasn't happening in the comics right now, I think they would, because I don't think they'd want to put out a live action thing that confirms that she survives Crimson Rain or like confirms her fate in the in an ongoing well, series. My
0: did play Devil's Advocate a little bit too like historically live action. You know, hasn't really given a shit what's going on in the comments. Also, very
2: true. (laughs) Right, so like, (laughs) like, I mean, I would love it. I just don't. I would love it too,
0: but I don't. I don't know if it would happen. Um, Yeah. What are the Vegas odds? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I don't think they would intentionally like like conflict each other, but like I don't think they would intentionally plan it either. Um, There's so many moving parts in the publishing schedules and that sort of thing. But anyway, and then then the third the third rumor is that there was a weird rumor that Harrison Ford maybe recorded some type of speaking line. So I, I would be like that. No. would be odd i don't really see that happening no. right so
2: i i don't out of the goodness of his heart like do you think harrison ford knows what disney plus is you know what i mean like do you think like <laughs> i'm hey, ha- a boba fett show <laughs>
0: I don't think Harrison what? Ford necessarily so has to know what Disney Plus is for him to get a, get a call that says, "Hey, we will give you fifty thousand dollars if you record us thirty seconds of footage." Right? So, mm. you
3: yeah. know, that, that's one of those things though where I feel like that might be crossing the line if it's if it doesn't just make a ton of sense as to why we would hear yeah. that. That would feel like stepping over that line of like, yeah. here's some fan service. Like, that's yeah. True. Although,
2: unless he's doing like ADR for Indiana Jones Five, and they're like, "All right, here's this line. Hey, before this next scene, here's this new line. Just say it." You know, whatever, I don't even you want. Tell him that's for <laughs>
3: Star Wars. It's-
2: <laughs> I don't
3: know. I oh my god, that's we're terrible. gonna send you another
2: wire. I I think likelihood of those. I think that's the order. Actually, I think it's Afra, yeah, a big chasm, Kira. That's fair. Uh, three galaxies, <laughs> Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, is yeah that's likelihood.
0: fair. That's fair. And I, I guess the the other kind of speculation I have too is. You Know quite frankly, I have no idea where the hell the show is going now. Nope. <laughs> like with the, with the at least with the flashbacks, I don't have any idea what's going to happen there. Um, no. we're still
1: waiting, little... we're still waiting on that uh, on that scene where he's sitting with all the other crime syndicate
0: like bosses, mm-hmm. right? So, we're
1: still waiting. Oh, you think that was going
2: to be in the first half of the first episode, <laughs> Robert Rodriguez, <Ryan Regan, laughs> yeah. you yeah. sneaky devil.
0: You think you think maybe we're going to leave the flashbacks behind now?
2: No, I think they'll be in every episode, I just think it'll be lesser, yeah,
0: just not as long. Yeah. Okay, I'll be interested to see how, how that goes. It yeah. seems
2: like it certainly seems like we are,
0: I, I don't know if he's, is he free? Does he have freedom now from the Tuscans? I don't know. He's been accepted think, like into the tribe, kind yeah. of. like is he He's free? there by his own know.
2: choice, I think. <clears throat> and I think that we ha- we now have the two biggest questions, I think, about his past, were how did he escape Sarlacc Pit? Got it. And two, how does he become the Boba Fett that we see in Mandalorian? We're there, as far yeah. as like the robe and the gaffy stick. So I think we got those out of the way, bam, bam. So the rest of it, I think, you know, does that whole Tuscan tribe? its
0: filling in gaps.
2: Um, get, do they get slaughtered and does he leave? Or does he does he have a kind of like a rumspringer thing where he's like, I'm going to go out and just see if I can get my old life back? Does he, you know, uh-huh. I think it'll be more it's, of that stuff. But we got the two big things out of the way.
3: It's interesting, too, that at least in a lot of the book material, you know, Tuscan Raider is not a, it's not a species. Right. right. Like it's right. like you kind of come into it, you can become a Tuscan reader. Mm-hmm. Uh it's interesting that he like is now seemingly yeah. like a full-fledged member yeah. of this tribe and he's been honored, but like he's not dressed like the other Tuskins. No, it's like an you know, honorary which, essentially from yeah. a from a practical <laughs> standpoint. It makes sense to not cover up Tem's face and put a you know the mask on him and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like is this show maybe changing? That like are the Tuskins more of like this is, I it's not a species I guess still, but yeah. I, I'm interested as to why was he not given the full fledged you know Tuscan yeah. get up and how does one get to that point? If I thought not through what he did.
0: <clears throat> I thought that the Tuskins there is a general species, I think, isn't there?
3: Like, well, we in the, know Kenobi We don't yeah, know what the
0: Jawas know. look
2: like. Either, and Kenobi, right? so, it, it seems like it's more piecemeal in the story. But I think overall, the way he the way he talked about them within this episode, he talked about them like a native species, like an indigenous species. And I think Mm -hmm. that going forward, just to keep that storyline and that importance, I think they're essentially either recanonizing or slightly clarifying that they're basically the Native Americans of Tatooine. Now they are Mm -hmm. they are going to be the indigenous species. And I think Boba is an honored guest and is honoring their customs but I don't think they're going to make him like one of them officially because they're treating that because he wasn't born there. He wasn't a native. Yeah, and I think they're going to for the terms yeah. of storytelling, at least keep those difference. Oh, yeah. Jacob makes a great point. He also referred to them as Tuscans. And in yeah. the books that used to be because they raided Tuscan Fort or whatever. So now apparently we are changing in canon. They they want to be called Tuscans because that's what mm. Boba calls them.
3: And not so that's yeah. Sand people.
2: Nope. They are Tuscans. <laughs> no. They're, yeah.
3: They're not Tuscan know, Raiders. They that. are Tuscans.
2: <clears throat> Mm. awesome um cool any uh, we don't know who's directing next week yet at oh, least not on imdb there's i mean i'm sure there's leaks or whatever mm. but no official stuff oh here's a fun thing we can say next week bounty hunt is going to be on saturday y'all because on wednesday we're not watching this episode by ourselves because we're all going to be meeting each other for the first time ever in asheville it's happening Listen this week it. we're, we're going to watch the episode the together same- Room. We're going to (laughs) stream Saturday. In the same room together for the first time in our history. Ideally, internet,
0: internet, internet allowing. I mean,
2: internet we, allowing.
0: We've we've been promised by the IMDb, the IMDb. We've been promised by the Airbnb host, not the IMDb host, the Airbnb host, that there is very strong internet. Uh, but we'll we'll see, of course, right. And if if we can't live stream it, we'll record it and then make and it look it like away. a live stream. We have the That's best. Right. We'll we have we'll the, the best on the block. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. Uh, I can't believe it's going to happen. You guys are going to be, I'm just going to, the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be all this. <laughs> I,
0: I, I know, I know. It's like, this is, it feels still surreal that this is even yep. happening. We've been internet friends for like, what, like three years now? Three, almost four like, years, like, yeah. yeah. Which is insane. Like, we've never met in person all this time. We've somehow made this happen. This is crazy. I'm really excited. I hope, I don't hate you guys. (laughs) We'll find out. I'm going to bring a tape
2: measure to see how short
0: Corey is. Uh, Oh my God. Don't bring a tape measure. All
2: right. I will say though, so to everyone in the chat right now, first of all, thank you for spending your Sunday uh, morning afternoon with us. To everyone watching later, listening later, we hope you enjoyed this. We hope you're loving Book of Boba Fett. It's been such a cool, different thing. I'm glad it's not just Mando part three. I'm glad it's not just a Clone Wars in live action. It's so fun to see all these projects be their own individual things. Um, And I'm just so happy for Tem and for Ming-Na Wen and for just everyone who's put these together. I can't believe uh, we started where we did. And episode two, we're already in like nines and tens. Kind of cool that Uh, it got this much better. Any final thoughts, guys, before we get out of here?
0: This is really fun. I
2: can't wait. Yes! I can't wait to
1: yes, watch it, it with you guys on Wednesday just to see your reactions about yeah. just our different yeah. different facial expressions when you watch. I'm just gonna look over and be like, "Why is he looking like that?" that, that
2: they brought in the Jackson. First. Oh my god. Oh my
3: god. Exactly. That'll be the first episode of any of this uh Star Wars TV stuff that I have watched with someone else. I Same. normally watch all of them like early morning, entirely yeah, alone. Sure. Like it's still yeah, dark sure. out. Like it'll be cool to have not like a movie theater experience, but like something closer to that, like a community kind of experience with this. It's going to be awesome. Make sure they got a big TV, Corey,
2: as well. If not, bring a TV. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Bring a TV. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's not gonna happen, bro. <laughs> we'll buy one. We'll buy one and then keep the tag on it. Return it. Return it on Sunday. <laughs> that's the most Cory thing ever to do. I've mentioned so many freaking times. Oh my all
2: god. All right, well, we will see you all live from Nashville. Oh no, we'll see you live on Monday. We do have a show on Monday. We're not talking Nashville, on- Asheville. Make sure you're going to the Asheville. City, <laughs> Flights already booked, baby. Hold on. Um, we will see you all tomorrow night. We're talking higher public phase two. Speaking of things that are super. Fun. We'll see you for the living force. Then we will see you next Saturday uh, for Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter Discord. We'll let you all know when we're on. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening because, my friends, that'll do it. For this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes peeled for our next segment, we'll be going into episode three of The Book of Boba Fett. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, O.K. Endar, Jeremy Casina, J.G. Kars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Harry Latour, Elizabeth Futhier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerton on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts on the book of Boba Fett in our Discord community at slash Discord. Follow the main show on Twitter at Living Force Pod and all of us for our latest thoughts on all things Star Wars. Oh my god. Star Wars. <laughs> Allison. Corey that Duck Star Wars MD. Charles Zetsi Hankel. And Wes is at Boss West. Until next time, like a
1: <laughs> You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon
0: exclusives, visit utini.com.